Hi, welcome to Cutscene. If you're doing this right, you're going to hear three assholes who all agree that Ranker is full of shit. I'm Eric. I'm Jason. I'm Chris, and that is a factual statement. <laughs> and welcome to Cutscene by I Beat It First. <laughs> My name's Chris, and I endorse this statement. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, the reason why we decided to choose another which was a previous anime that we watched, was because Ranker.com had them listed as, had it listed as the number one horror and the number two gore anime. And we have seen more blood in the first five minutes of this anime than we saw in the entirety of the series Another. So, and no creepy doll wipes. No creepy doll wipes, this nope. is true. And big boobs that we can ogle without feeling dirty. <laughs> <laughs> so, so far. Yeah. So far. So far. Well... Not that realistically, dirty. everybody that we know of that is that is like the murderers or mass killers that's going to be in this anime is all of age. Thank God. Thank God. Or dead. <laughs> or <Yeah>. dead. <laughs> I don't know if that makes it better for some reason. Well, they're not dead anymore. Undead. Deadish. Sure, we'll non, go with that. Mm-hmm. Non dead binary. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear God. Okay, so if you don't know, we are watching Drifters, (laughs) which we have just started up uh, because we wanted to add an action anime in. So this is our first action anime that we've done for the podcast. Uh, We went through that recap on the last one. I don't want to have to go back and list every anime that we've done. But we've started out with Erased, and we're really trying to capture that lightning in a bottle that we had with the very first anime that we did because everything's been downhill from there. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So. <laughs> which is something to be said just because like you know if we really liked everything we've watched you'd probably be like yeah it's, it's pretty good i like it mm-hmm. okay this is, you, this you is our five minute podcast yeah this is true you might not it's believe us if everything that we watched we're like oh my god this anime is so great I, I think it's better that we've watched a bunch of crap that we're like oh my god that anime was so bad <laughs> it also makes me feel a little bit better just because you know like we just said i'm i'm kind of excited about this one because it was actually decent and i'm now skeptical (laughs) after four episodes (laughs) and being like okay they didn't fuck it up in four episodes but can they fuck it up in eight more how can they fuck it up in (laughs) the next four episodes instead (laughs) nobunaga's peach beach splash beach party oh my god beach episode (laughs) given what they've shown of nobunaga so far i wouldn't put it past him to try to do that right (laughs) I love the, the 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 Japanese guys that are like one of the most infamous murderer or assassins, uh, one of the most infamous like conquerors, and then this bloodthirsty killer are all the comic relief. <laughs> In an anime filled with death, those are the comic relief, and they're great comic relief. <laughs> Dude, the entire intro is comic so relief. So desensitized yes. to it. What was that, Chris? They're just so desensitized to the killing that they're just like, ha ha, blood. This is true. <laughs> Murder's fun. <laughs> All right, so I'll read the synopsis. We're going to read a different one than I read last time. We're not pulling it from the Wikipedia page because that one's long-winded and boring. <laughs> from the creator and team behind Helsing comes a thrilling story where history and fantasy collide. Shimatsu Toyahise, a former samurai who fought the historical battle of Sekikahara, is transported to another world when, all, when only moments from death. From that moment on, he becomes part of a group known as Drifters and is forced to battle against other legendary warriors in an ultimate death game. Helsing. That's where, like, they're, like, I'm really digging a lot of the animation style. 
<laughs> but I was like, these mouths, like there's something off putting about these mouths. Why does everybody have fangs? This doesn't make yeah. sense. Helsing. I was like, that's it. That, that's what it is. If you haven't watched Helsing, Helsing is good. It is it's good. fucking crazy, but it's it's good. Um, that is one that we've talked about. Maybe just doing like a four episode thing of just watching the Helsing OVAs because those those OVA movies are actually really good. But yeah, I think nuts. I've only seen like two of them too, so it wouldn't be mm. the end of the world. Ooh, but um, yeah, the, the animation got me pretty much almost right away. I mean, it had the great intro, you know, lots of murder and jazz like that, which is always fantastic. And we've been looking for something more actiony. We definitely got it right there, or right off the bat in spades. <laughs> and death, <laughs> destruction, blood, <laughs> beheadings like nobody's business. Oh my god, so many beheadings! And <laughs> the part where he's just counting how many heads he's taken off, like he's <laughs> murdering people, and you're like, you're like, oh, he's counting. Murders, and then he stabs a guy in the chest. I'm like, wait, he didn't count that one. Three. They're like, oh god, he's counting heads. <laughs> How many heads I, uh, can I get? Um, so like the, the whole like first episode, you know, you have a 15 minute like intro sequence of it's just like you know the main guy. I'm not gonna even try to pronounce his name. Uh, Toya Hise. Yeah, whatever. Running into a battle and going at it and, like, just having a blast, killing people. And then it's, like, this whole, like, we're all going to die, guys. Let's defend my uncle for honor. We'll get through this. You know, Uncle, run some, away. Yeah, he gets impaled, like, a billion times. Just like, no, I'm going to fight, you know, to my dying breath. Just barely getting away. I was fucking sold on this anime just being, like, a historical Japanese thing. I was just like, I'm down. I'm done. I don't even... And then, like, the whole, like, door room opened, and it was just like, oh, that's right. He's going to go to a different world. I remember now, because I, I obviously didn't read the sino- reread the synopsis before uh, starting yeah. today. But and Jason doesn't like, pay attention to anything that we tell him. No, nope. fuck no. Because that's how, that's how I keep it real. And, uh, uh, you know, you then bitches. the whole other world thing happened. I was like, oh, yeah. I want to watch a... Historical Japanese. Yeah. I kind of want to just watch that. I know, right? I was like, let's go. Let's let's just watch that some more. Let's just like, watch and murder some people. Let's just watch Rurouni Kenshin. I know, just like, but you remove all Kenshin. the comic relief and you have just the fight sequences with a little bit better animation. Yes, and a, with, and a guy who actually wants to kill people. He wants to yes. take their heads. A guy like Kenshin used to be. Yes. <laughs> Samurai X. Let's watch Samurai X. Yes, let's watch Samurai. Mm-hmm. Now Samurai X has the whole love story and That's bullshit. true. And mm-hmm. it's 90s horrific. Oh god. But it's it's still good. I own that on DVD still. Oh god. Probably <laughs> letterbox and all that good stuff. It's it's the box set that actually comes with the uh the movie after uh Rurouni Kenshin ended. When he's like, he's older and his body's like riddled with arthritis and like badly healed broken bones. And the son of like a guy that he killed comes back, takes Kaoru hostage, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not great. You know, you know, you know what was really great though? Those live action movies. Yeah. We've talked about that already. Um, Chris, you fell asleep in the second one and I fell asleep in the third one. Is that right? I fell asleep in the third one. I was drunk as fuck in that third one. (laughs) I fell asleep in the third one. I woke up and I'm like, oh shit, Kyoto's burning. (laughs) What did I miss? (laughs) I watched those again. Anyway, so Drifters. I actually own those ones, so. (laughs) Yes, Drifters. (laughs) As we've segued off for the last like eight minutes. That's all right. We've had longer, more tangenty intros into anime. And we've also read the intro to this anime, so... It's it okay. is relatable because it it's is. like, yes. you know, it's still samurai, samurai murder. 
Incendiary <laughs> murder. <Yep>. Yeah. <laughs> the best kind. They, they fit together. It's it's the only murder that's condonable. If it's done by samurai, because that means it's honorable. Yep. Yeah. It's good. We're on the same page here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess without further ado, we could start on well, it said I said episode one, but then I realized that they were saying act one. Oh yeah, so they we're did gonna say acts. we're gonna go act one. Act one. In the aftermath of the Battle of Sekigahara, warrior Shimatsu Toyahise is suddenly thrust into a mysterious world where he is shocked to encounter the supposedly Oda Nobunaga and the historical figure Nasu Sukataka Yoichi. Nice and short, and that's it. That's all that they say <laughs> for the intro for it, which is awesome. But one of the things that mildly scared me as soon as I started this up, but kind of filled me with a little bit of hope, is... You start it up and boom, you get the universal like world spinning thing. Oh, I'm like, yeah, that's right. I'm like, ba, ba, money. Ba. <laughs> yeah, I'm like that. Uh, all I hear is money, 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 money. <laughs> <laughs> which means a good chunk of ca- cash got thrown into this, which can be good or bad depending on what your view of Hollywood movies is and what they tend to fuck up. They did a little bit better on the voice acting. I, I this is the first thing that I noticed, mm-hmm. uh, um, where they're not just like all super annoying. They even tried accents, even in the English dub. Oh yeah, <laughs> they actually threw down some accents on like the type yeah. of people that were uh, depending on who. Joan of Arc has one. Yeah, um, Butch it, Cassidy and Sundance Kid. They have they have like Western accents. Uh, uh, it's not Serpico. It's it's Spirio. <laughs> Whatever the the Roman guy has a Roman accent. Hannibal Hannibal doesn't really have that much of an accent, but it's pretty cool. I, I mean, like yeah, that. They're, they're at least trying. It's not. It's still not great, uh, but it's it's you know there's at least a little bit to it. I think a lot of it went into that animation. That that first fifteen minutes, unfortunately, it never really really was as awesome as that so far in the in the remaining like in the first four episodes. But that first fifteen minutes was really stunning with their their art style. I really liked that a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it opens up on October 21st, 1600, the Battle of Sekigahara. Um, in which case, you see a red-clad samurai just come running in, dispatches seven guys. And uh, as you're watching this, you can play Let's Spot the Main Character, in which case, find the only one that's not in period-specific garb. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else is wearing authentic samurai garb. He's wearing, like, this like low cut jacket <laughs> and I don't know what else, but it's definitely not like regular samurai, like garb set up for it. Uh, Japanese like MO. Nothing says BA more than standing out. Hell yeah. Yep. That's what you're supposed to do. You want to look frightening? Stand out. Stand out no. amongst the crowd. Even if you got to <laughs> shout out loud. So uh, the Shimatsu guys that are that are fighting, which is what the red guy is from, uh, they're basically like fanatical. They're just running running into blades, basically of like, "Fuck you! You'll never take us! Like we'd rather die than you than you take than you take over our land." Uh, and then this is where I said, "Yeah, find the main character, the one not in period armor." <laughs> <laughs> so he gives himself up so that the so that his uncle can run away, as Jason was talking about. Um, he gets impaled on, like, what was it? It's like seven spears? Yeah, like basically, eight, like all of them. Like, shit yeah. ton. <laughs> so, yeah, he's like... Fucking skewered. <laughs> and he goes he goes uh, chasing, and he's, like, uh, he's fighting one guy against a guy... One guy with a sword against a guy on a horse with a spear. 
oh yeah, I skipped the the seven spears thing. Uh, yep. So he, he's fighting him. I'm like, what do you think is gonna happen? Like, <laughs> you have a sword. He has a giant spear or pike, and he's on a horse. Like, well, the, he outreaches. The whole thing you. is that he was trying to just buy time for his uncle, and that's obviously why he was chosen. Obviously, to go into this other world because he has that drive. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, that's what the general is also thinking of. Like, what do you think is going to happen here? <laughs> it's just like, I got what like are you doing? 20 guys around me with spears. And you're going to leap into the air. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then. The one place you don't want to go. Yeah. Then the whole squad shows up. He jumps literally right into the spears. He's impaled like seven or eight times. Blood's like pouring out. Pulls out a gun and shoots the general. Mm-hmm. And then everybody retreats. And he's just bleeding. He pulls out the spear, which is yeah, just like, well, that was a mistake. After he drops down, more blood pulls out, and then they leave. And then he walks through the forest, and he's still bleeding. So like, I'm gonna go home now. <laughs> yeah, like what's pussies hell? ran? <laughs> I'm away. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. If I get if I get out of the radius of the bad guys, I start healing. Right? Right? <laughs> this is how this game works. <laughs> so he's walking and then all of a sudden he appears in a in a white hallway which <laughs> the hallway is funny like it immediately shows the desk and there's an out to lunch sign a take a number sign and then there's this dude just reading a paper and reading the paper it's it basically says uh, Shimatsu Toyohisei uh, fights valiantly at the Battle of Sekigahara. Like, he's basically reading the news of what just happened in there. And then he's like, what the hell's going on here? The guy pulls the paper down, looks at him, looks at his watch, grabs the out-to-lunch sign, puts it away. <laughs> and he's like, okay, now I'll deal with you. <laughs> so I just figured out what his newspaper is. Yeah? It's a newspaper from early edition. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> oh my god. I think that there's like three people that have watched that and we're all three here. <laughs> I don't know if any Hey guys, pause this. Google early edition TV show. My god. <laughs> I feel bad for you now. <laughs> 2005? 2004? 2003? Who knows? Someone's got to Google that. Who's going to Google that? Chris looks like he's going to Google it. it. He's pulling it up. What's uh, that? What's that? Pixel three say? First episode, nineteen ninety six. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Final episode, two thousand. Oh my god! Oh, way off, Samson. Fuck me! <laughs> way to go, Samsonite! <laughs> oh dear God! Okay, so here's the hallway. Uh, he's dumbfounded. Uh, tons of doors open, and then just randomly, like this store, there this stone one opens up, and it like sucks him in. And then right after he gets sucked in, a Marine walks in in basically like Vietnam garb and just looks at it like, what the fuck's going on here? No, 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 no. <laughs> he says, what the frick? And I was really pissed about that. I was just like, no Vietnam War vet is going to walk in. Are you sure? Oh, yeah. Because cause it makes when the pilot comes in all the more sweeter. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because like, I seem to remember a lot of cussing in this yeah, no, anime. No, when the pilot comes in, I was just like, all right, there the better not who, be. The pilot who literally says fuck every other word. Dude, he said it like 13 times in that episode. It was, it was great. Like, glorious. <laughs> Shit this character's and God. This character played by Samuel Jackson. Yeah, right? <laughs> it might as well have been. Motherfucker. Fucker. Look at these flying motherfuckers. <laughs> 
If only they could have drawn a black Japanese kamikaze pilot. <laughs> but back then, they couldn't. Dragons aren't real, but look at these goddamn motherfuckers flying next to me. <laughs> totally, I'm tired of all these motherfucking dragons <laughs> in my motherfucking, my motherfucking sky. sky. <laughs> Do you own the motherfucking sky? I own the motherfucking sky, motherfuckers. <laughs> and I must say, Chris... Your Samuel impression is just spot on. <laughs> A royale with cheese? <laughs> Anywho, uh, so he appears and he f- comes across two elves. They obviously don't speak the common tongue. Well, he doesn't speak the common tongue. Elvish. He speaks common. Eat a dick, no. asshole. No. <laughs> We're not going to have a theological conversation about which one's considered the common tongue. None of them speak <laughs> Japanese. That They have devil's talismans. No, no, no. one no. has the no. talismans yet. <laughs> I know. That's why. <laughs> which is why they're really lucky that the three Japanese people run across each other. Because there's no fucking way that they would understand anybody. I know. That kind of that kind of was just like, all right, so the main people he's going to run into, of course, are all Japanese. Well, and of course... The Japanese are the ones that hang out, like, away from town and are like, fuck these people. We need to stay away from them. <laughs> so, it's like, yeah, it's kind of on the point. Um, so, they, he falls to the ground. They call him an earless. <laughs> he calls, or no, he hasn't fallen to the ground. He calls them Oni. And then they, then they realize he's a drifter. <laughs> and like, oh, this is when you go, oh, yeah, he's not healed at all. He's still oozing blood all over the place. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so they carry they're like okay well we need to get him to that uh to that abandoned castle like we're not supposed to go there like well we can't just let him die so they carry him to the abandoned castle and then all of a sudden like as as they're getting closer you, they just hear like a voice come up from above them and there's this archer in the fucking like trees mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like what are you doing here speaking to them in uh elvish broken but, elvish yeah, broken elvish and when they start talking too fast, he then slowly says, speak slower. If you do not speak slower, I will kill you all. I cannot understand you when you speak quickly. <laughs> it's like what he said after every sentence was just, I will kill you. Just because yeah. just like, <laughs> kill you. It's like, it's like the, uh, the joke of, of like, uh, no, I don't know how to speak English. I just learned, I just memorized how to say this speech to everybody so that I can get through. So like, just go, continually going through and just saying the same thing, like learning. I don't know how to speak Elvish. I just know this speech because someone taught it to me and blah, 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 blah. And then that's all that they can say. <laughs> he can't understand a lick that you say to him, but he can actually say stuff to you. Uh, so Archer stops them. Um, then you hear a voice coming from the castle rubble, and you see a guy with an eye patch. I'm like, oh, great, a pirate? Nope, <laughs> it is I not a pirate. Was, I thought it was the guy from uh, Bleach at first, got the spiky hair. Uh, oh, the, uh, oh, God, uh, Zaraki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kimpachi Zaraki. Like... <laughs> it looks kind of like him without the spiky hair with the yeah, bells yeah. hanging from it. So, I mean, if you take just that, maybe that's who they mirrored Kimpachi Zaraki. Or Kenpachi Zaraki off after was Oda Nobunaga. Maybe. Nobunaga maybe. gets a lot of the same treatment and a lot of his stuff, so maybe they do have pretty good documentation of what he looked like. Like in the uh, Neo game, like he's in there mm-hmm. too, and he was kind of represented the same way. Older, but the same way, kind of. Older than 50 in Neo? 
Well, I mean, like, here he still ha- doesn't have gray hair, you know, and stuff like that. Where in, in Neo, he had gray hair and all that jazz. Yeah, he has, like, he's, like, salt and peppering a little bit, I guess. Yeah, maybe. Would be, would be like, the most gray that he has. Um, but, yeah, so he wakes up, uh, starts talking to the eye patch guy, and you find out that he's Oda Nobunaga. He doesn't believe a goddamn thing that he's saying. Uh, because obviously Nobunaga died like 50 years before, so there's no way that he could be Nobunaga. And he's like, if you're gonna tell some, if you're gonna tell people that you're somebody, come up with a believable story, asshole. I said 18 years. Time. Time is wobbly, timey wimey. Time has passed. I don't know. I didn't write down the time frame for it. I just wrote down the next thing is all pluck geese. <laughs> so <laughs> the archer comes in. And he, he basically says, hey, what are you doing? Pluck this. He's like, I killed it. You have to pluck it. And then he, he looks at him. He's like, what are you doing? He's like, nothing. He's like, pluck this. <laughs> and he just hands it. You and earn they're all just plucking geese. <laughs> you want to eat, right? <laughs> yeah, you want to eat? Here you go. And then they, then they say, what the pluck? As he's sitting That's there talking right. about it. That's right. I was just like, oh, like, that is. He's like, what are we doing? Why are we sitting here? What the pluck? And I think that in this first episode, they were just like, how many ways can we mess with people without saying the F word? But you know what they're talking about. (laughs) Just so that it makes the shock of the Japanese fighter pilot coming in all that sweeter. (laughs) So, I mean, it's already TVMA with all this fucking gore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Who gives a fuck? (laughs) So... Uh, time time either passes differently or they're transported in different waves or whatnot. So they're going through, and then Yoichi then tells him who he is, and he's like, he's like, you could have at least come up with something a little bit more believable. His was at least in my time frame. You're 400 years before me. What the fuck is going on here? So he's still not believing anything that anybody's telling him as far as like who they are. Uh, then I just have Nobunaga is funny as shit. <laughs> <laughs> because the, oh this is when they start making fun of his city because they're like oh, yeah. they're like what town is that that you come from I don't know what town that is oh wait is that this and he's like literally crawling on a map on the wall he's like is that this little piddly thing down here at the bottom oh you're from that one man you're really out in the boonies aren't you and from the just deep south so the sticks <laughs> damn they hick bo- they both go in on it and he's just like fuck you guys I'll kill you both <laughs> I just wrote down history lesson for Japanese culture and uh, uh, geography. That's actually really funny because in a little bit I have that written down too. Of here's your Japanese history, here's your Japanese history lesson, folks. Pretty yeah, because it's uh, Nobu's pissed off about what happened after they died because they start going over like how Nobunaga died and all that stuff, and then how the other one died, and they said, "Here's your Japanese history lesson." Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man. Then they make a joke about how like he's like, hey, he's like, if if you were here, like, wouldn't you wouldn't you much rather have like Ranmaru with you? And Nobunaga makes a comment about the nights would have definitely been less cold. And I had to look this up because I'm like, is Nobunaga like, is it rumored that Nobunaga's gay or was gay with his attendant? Because that guy was his attendant. And I couldn't find anything online. <laughs> if anybody knows any like weird stories on that, please let us know because that was that was very interesting that they made that joke and Nobunaga went along with it. I was more along the lines of uh, Yorichi looking more like a trap. 
<laughs> and I was yes. just like, maybe it was just like, ooh, hey. And it was just like, oh, wait, you're a dude. Yep. <laughs> well, the really, like, the really low cut, <laughs> like, shirt. <laughs> when you're even, like, showing, like, some, like, the artwork, like, posters for the show, I'm like, they made them all look really feminine. It's like, what are these guys? Like, the Charlie's Angels? <laughs> <laughs> and then you see that crazy Helsing grin, and you're like, oh, wait, no, they're not feminine. No. <laughs> Helsing grin. Now, I'm glad that you read that because that makes me feel so much better because i was just like where the fuck is this from (laughs) (laughs) so then they cut to a woman spying on them through binoculars uh, and she's speaking to somebody through an orb and then they show a red-eyed army which you know that obviously always denotes evil no matter what evil evil all right and then we get our first dose of the outro music, which is not super great. It's definitely not as good as the intro music. But it's let's the go best ahead and fucking play music we've had in like three animes, dude. <laughs> this is true. like a break. <laughs> yeah. This is true. All right, so here's the outro music. The animation's actually kind of cool, the way that they're doing like the brush strokes. It's like a charcoal, like almost type painting thing. The, the, the intro and outro, like... Yeah, again, the animation is just really well done. And I really like yeah. it a lot. Yes. I, I the agree intro. that the outro music here is not the best, but it's way better than high true. At least we get bitch and guitar. Yeah, bitch and guitar is always better. Yeah. But yeah, the animation in it is all really, really good. And they, I love the way that it's like, it does a transition of like being like very, very like muddy, and then all of a sudden it clears up really quickly. So... I thought that was cool, and they add that whole, like, texture of, like, canvas and everything for it, which yeah. is cool. And then they show dragons. I don't know. It, it's different. Then they had like, that blood splatter part. I don't know. It, yeah. It's good. It's good. I mean, I won't it's, be, like, rocking this as my ringtone anytime soon, but, it, again, it, I was at least not just like, uh, you're bleeding immediately. <laughs> True. This is yeah. one of the better ones. It's so close to the end. I'm just gonna let it play. The fact that we were actually able to make it through. Yeah, that's before. true. We're actually yeah. like. Yeah. But yeah, Not the animation's great. Yeah. The animation on it is yeah. really, really good. So I, I, I think Thanks that Universal. That's dope. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, NBC yes. Universal Entertainment, a Comcast company. <laughs> <laughs> I still laugh at that every time I see the Universal thing and it's like Universal a Comcast company <laughs> right underneath it it's like we, Comcast we're so full of ourselves that we had to make sure that we put that little bit right underneath yep. it just to remind you that the people we that are them. fucking you constantly are now entertaining you enjoy <laughs> sometimes entertaining you thank you very sometimes, much yes. sometimes entertaining you bad entertainment is still entertainment mm. fight me Fighting. It's, it's debatable, but no, no, no. <laughs> Unless you leave, you're still being entertained. Sorry. This is true. This is very true. Oh god, I hate myself now. All <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So now we move on to episode two or act two. Sorry. As Orta sets the Elven village ablaze in the distance, Nobunaga and Yoichi are dragged into action by Toyohisa's fearless forward charge. Meanwhile, on the other side of the world, the March of the Black King is about to commence. I love that they say that, and it's like they don't really tell you that it's the Black King, but that's beside the point. Uh, so you see two more drifters fighting in the desert. I also didn't realize that it was, like, across the world. Yeah, neither did I. I mean, they're obviously not 
flows. And I guess, so what you find out in this one is that they're not the closest castle um, because the closest castle is the people that they murder in this episode. Um, and then, like, they're a whole other thing. So it's at least, like, a country away. Maybe that's the world. How, we yeah, don't know how big the good. world is. We have no fucking clue. Have you seen a map? Kinda. Kinda. <laughs> have you seen a good map? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> so two more drifters are fighting in the desert. Uh, it's Hannibal and somebody else. Uh, we find out that that's Sirico uh, or whatever the hell the guy's name is. It's, it's really hard to pronounce and it's annoying. Hannibal, though, we know. And we pick that one up pretty quickly. Um, And then we get the intro music. So we're going to jump right into more music because there wasn't really much. Like, all you see is that them arguing back and forth. And it's like they're they're yelling about how one steals the other one's, uh, steals all their ideas and everything like that. And and you find out that it's Hannibal because they talk about how, like, he crossed the Alps. So, like, you you have to infer that from there. Right. But then we and get... They, they start yeah. really drawing a little bit more to, like, the overarching theme. Like, because, like I said, I don't like to research at all when I go into these. And then I wrote down uh, Fate style, question mark. You know, where I was just like, oh, is it like uh, the Fate series where you have a bunch of uh, famous people come in and, and fight for whatever glory? Yes, and, and then and then at the my last note at the end of this was just a lot like fate underline. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the best part is so it's a lot like fate. However, it'd be like if in fate only the bad guys got magic powers and all the good guys are just left with their god given talents. <laughs> oh, that's spoiler! I had no idea. I was like, oh, maybe they're gonna wake up to their latent powers or something like that. I don't know. I'm just going off of what we see. <laughs> okay. Cool. All the good, bad good, good, guys good. have magic, and all the good guys just have God-given powers that they that they fight with. Like, they're really good with guns and swords. Which we're That's jumping it. ahead. We'll talk about that when we get to it, because I, I really want to spoil or talk a lot about that. Anyway, go ahead. Which we, it, we've yeah. all watched it already, so we... I think we came to the realization after that first, after we watched Race of like, eh, as long as it's within this section, we're fine spoiling we're it at any point. Cool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Joan of Arc being just batshit crazy and wanting to burn everything was just choice to me, man. I was just like, hell yeah. You know, and she'd just be like, quasi real because Joan of Arc was a fanatical re- religious zealot. Like, and burn we, at the stake. We, we treat her as a martyr now, but in a lot of things that I've, read and seen she was also still a little fucking crazy well yeah you had yeah. to be at that time to be like i'm just gonna murder people for my ideals so and then be, but like i said being burned at the stake and then be like fuck you all i'm just gonna burn everything i can now because i'm you know it's like whatever just going at it yeah and then you had the um fuck. the the russian chick yeah who that just, was great yeah who just fires off blizzards <laughs> <laughs> Which is awesome. With uh, and then, uh, what's his name just standing right behind her the entire time, like mm-hmm. I was like, that's actually like historically accurate on how like she was just being controlled like a puppet, and she was like all the figurehead and power, and she was really just imprisoned. I thought that was kind of interesting. Yep. And then uh, the other guy that you see is a Shinsengumi guy, which we'll go on. We'll go into that one a little bit later when we when we talk about that section about the Shinsengumi and everything. But so the intro music, are we ready? <laughs> The, the the boss intro music with the really good animation. Which Chris and I were both talking about the whole choreography of this na 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 part. Is oh great. yeah, so good, <laughs> dude! Everything stopping and in singing that like a la. There it is. Yeah. Yeah, they're just like heads heads bobbing, and, and like the despairing like 
like people in the the elves is going and then just like pretty pretty animation reminds me a little bit like uh full metal alchemist you know the art style here where they go like all like cutesy or whatever yeah cutesy but then like I, I love the juxtaposition of the different styles, like the crazy, just like line art drawings where it's just outlines and color, and then all of a sudden, like super high res, like yeah. really, really detailed art of the individual characters. Anyway, good animation, good all this stuff. It's again not something that's making my ears bleed. I haven't hated it yet. We'll see how I feel if. It's the gospel of throttle, <laughs> is what it's called. <laughs> Oh yeah, they give you a a little bit of a spoiler to where they show the aircraft carrier. Yeah, that's true. Like in the intro, you're like, oh shit, <laughs> there's an aircraft carrier. Some shit's gonna go crazy. <laughs> well, I mean, it's only 12 episodes. They gotta get going, which they do get going. Yeah. Which I think that there's supposed to be a second season, like supposedly sometime. I don't know. Nothing's been I can't officially announced. Imagine Universal would get behind see. and just be like, yeah, just 12. We're good. Just twelve. Mm-hmm. We're good. Well, we'll see. We'll see how it ends and see. Like, okay. Well, should there be more? True. So, we'll go from there. All right. Yes. Uh, so the two elves, the two elf boys, are getting yelled at uh, by an older one for helping him. Uh, in which case, then you see an army rise outside of the village, and they start heading into the village. Uh, blah blah blah. All three of the guys wake up. Um, I think it's uh, God damn it. Who's the the archer guy? Wakes up first. Then Toyohise wakes up and he's like and the archer's like you noticed it too and he's like noticed it i can smell it blood i smell the blood and carnage so uh they're like sitting there talking about it um blah 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 so they all they all wake up for the battle then uh he's telling him or nobunaga tells him that that's the the direction of the elven village that helped him until he just books it like immediately he's like fuck it he's like you don't need to tell me any more information I'm just going to fucking book it over there because the the elven people that saved me are probably getting murdered because they saved me. He books it off. Uh, then the- Yeah, my favorite thing was just like, I don't understand anything. I don't know what's going on here, but I just know I can still fucking murder people. Yep. <laughs> I can murder people, and there's people getting murdered because they helped me. I'm just going to go and do it. I'm just going to go. I can still, I can still yep. slay. Who gives a shit? <laughs> it's been a while since I've cut off some heads. I'm yep. barely held together with string. Like, literally barely stitched together. And he even makes a, he even makes a joke about that of, like, I'm being held together by string. I need to sit down. <laughs> what took you assholes so long? Um, so the, the others follow suit, and they start having, like, this age fight. So Toyohisa and Nobunaga, like, he's making fun of Nobunaga because Nobunaga's, like, obviously, like, already winded and sweating after just barely running. He's like, I'm 50, fuck you. And he's like, yeah, well, I'm... He's like 30 or something like he's that. He's 30. like, I'm in the prime. And then the archer's like, oh, really? And he just like speeds up a little bit, comes up next to him. He's like, I'm 17. I'm 19. <laughs> he's like, fuck you. Yeah. Or 19 or whatever. And he's like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I was um, floored that everyone like that uh uh the main character is is nine or 30. I was just I was expecting him to say way younger. Yeah. So then the best, one of the best quotes, and I think that I've gotten like a good quote from each one of these, 
Um, except for I could have quoted all the cursing from the pilot in the third one, and I didn't. <laughs> but Nobunaga just goes, yeah, the history books left out the part where Yuichi is a huge dick. That was the best. <laughs> that was the absolute best. <laughs> just like, yes, perfect. Thank you very much for pointing out what we all know. Like, every time you watch one of these, you're like, God, I don't remember history making this guy such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but they were yes <laughs> so they uh they come across nobunaga gets a headshot in on one of the guys on horseback in which case it makes you wonder okay so he's got a flint stock gun and he headshots a guy in armor and it just busts right through that armor like how shitty is that armor like what well, yeah, age that, are we that's in kind of what metal? was the downfall of the samurai well nope. yeah i'm just i'm wondering because it looked like metal armor so it's like it's like, what age are we in? You know, it's obviously not steel that right. they're making. Yeah. So. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it can't I mean be that's, that that's the other problem that the Japanese aren't known for their steel. That's why the samurai katana was such a big deal because they had to fold it a billion times to make it like actually good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, but we're talking about the, the medieval guys, though. That's who he shot in the head. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Right. So it's like, it's like, what, it's like, what is this armor made out of? It's not like great armor. It's not steel armor or anything like that. Right, they're, so they're we, not we advanced. That. They're nothing better than what well, we left behind already. Yes. Yeah, basically. Uh, probably still a little bit better off than like some of the Japanese stuff because a lot of the Japanese, uh, you find out, is like really super hardened uh, leather that they like harden with resin, which still like deflects a lot of like swords and stuff like that, but it's, oh, it's yeah. you know, yeah. nothing against a bullet. No, no. no. The, the Deadliest Warrior, was that the name of that show? Yes. Yeah, great show. I loved that show. Yeah, that show was show. great. Horrible, horrible video games that came from that, but great <laughs> show. We shall never talk about those video games. <laughs> so this is where they show off, though, the Japanese steel that you're talking about, because uh, Yohisei just, like, he comes, to, he comes to sword with another guy, and he's just forcing his way through, and you can see the, the katana just cutting through his sword and then it snaps and he just beheads him which is awesome more blood i will have your head (laughs) so this is when okay so they came across him i forgot about this part they came across him because these were the ones chasing down the two boys that helped him and uh he had yelled basically like like don't tell me what to do if you're gonna if you're gonna yell at me at least speak my language and he murders them because they don't speak japanese and then nobunaga points out that he helps the elves because they don't speak Japanese in which case then he gives them a quick rudimentary course on how to on how to beg for help and he says the princess leia thing oh, help yes. me help me tell you he say you're our only hope uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I found that to be awesome I chuckled. and then he's like they're just like looking at him he's like he's like and he just repeats it like six times and they finally pick up like oh help us you're our only hope <laughs> or help us tell you he say <laughs> and he's like see and then nobody was like god this guy's logic is fucking weird <laughs> this guy's weird all over the place because he's either like cold blood or cold-blooded like fucking murderer like helsing smile or mm-hmm. just like hey you know let's hang out let's grab a beer mm-hmm. there's no in between yeah <laughs> so 
They look either at either likes look at you the... or he you wants your fucking head. In, indeed, yes. yes. You're either friend or enemy, and you're either alive or you're dead. Apparently, yeah. And there's no middle ground. Yeah, there's on none. It at all. Yeah, like, he's like, I either really like you or I really fucking hate you, which really puts you into the question of like how he feels about Nobunaga because he really seems like he doesn't like him too much, but they're cool. <laughs> Well, they, like, hit, yeah, they, they hit it on pretty hardcore, and like, I think the fourth episode is just like, I'm not your son. Well, I'm not your dad. And then, yeah. and then like, Nobunaga <laughs> goes and cries in the corner. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, maybe I held, maybe I went a little bit too hard. And then Nobunaga like, turns around and says something to him, and he's like, fuck you, old man. <laughs> I mean, so they obviously, that's exactly what's going on, is that they look yeah. at each other and see each other, their family, in, in their history. But still funny. So they notice that the soldiers are all well-armored soldiers, which, again, how ar- how heavily armored are they if a flintstock bullet from, you know, the, the mid-1500s went through their helmet? But that's beside the point. Uh, Nobunaga decides to take the village, at which point the, the chick that's been watching them goes, this guy's weird. It's not, let's help the village. It's not, let's save the village. Let's not, let's not take back the village. It's, let's take the village <laughs> and it wasn't the chick that noticed that it was the dude in the orb that's sitting on books weirdly well because she was talking to him and they were both right, like, right, right. conversing but yeah it's like jesus who had thought guy... for sure was gonna be like the the main antagonist i was just like oh there he oh, yeah. is all yeah, sitting first. all stupid like mm-hmm. on books like who just sits there and just like mm, just sit on my books i like sitting on books we'll it's you're absorbing the the knowledge of the books through your butt. That's right. Osmosis that sounds like he'd be. Yeah, that's that. <laughs> like it's like butt osmosis. <laughs> if you sleep on your textbook at night with your head on it, you will absorb the knowledge that is in the textbook. You know, you tried that shit. Everybody tried that shit. Anything Absolutely. to keep from having to study. Come on. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh man. So uh, this is when they find out that they attacked the village because they entered the forest. Uh, and for saving the drifter, uh, we find out that there that the group with all the people wearing glasses, apparently everybody, a prerequisite for joining this group is that you have to have bad vision. Nothing says you're a smart, learned person like like glasses. glasses. <laughs> there, there are two of us on this on this podcast and this call that will beg to differ on that. <laughs> <laughs> Me, I'm smart. <laughs> I are smart. I graduate. <laughs> <laughs> but so uh, uh so they're called the octoberists and now i lost my place oh, octoberists and they see they oversee all drifter interaction they say however they're doing a bang up job like watching the japanese people that they've just kind of like been like yeah let's just steer clear of these crazy motherfuckers let's let them hang out in this abandoned castle over here and just kind of do their own thing yeah, they're screaming they're at each other for something out. Yeah. <laughs> all they do is scream at each other there's a 50 year old man and a 19 year old boy and the 19 year old boy creeps me the fuck out <laughs> <laughs> so then we get in there and then oh this is right right down like hooray more racism because we can't apparently get away from racism in our animes lately everybody uh, in which case, the humans really fucking hate the elves and pretty much everything other than humans. Like, they're total dickbags. Oh, yeah. They're being the biggest of dicks. 
Yeah, um, and, then he, and then he well, he pretty much just says like, "Hey, we should just wipe your whole species yeah. off the planet." You know, we kicked your ass in the war, so all you are slaves now. Like it's just like, all right, you're obviously just setting it up. That's just like heroes are going to come in and be like, obviously we choose these people. <laughs> <laughs> and they like he's like, I've been granted, you know, the okay to to murder up to fifty percent of you. So let's mm-hmm. just do that. So then, all of a sudden, Nobunaga sets fire to the right or to the wheat fields outside of the outside of the village. Um, in which case, he he starts going off and talking about like why he would do it. Uh, and he, apparently, this guy this tactic was used against him. <laughs> and he just he just sits there. and He's like those assholes. <laughs> <laughs> which he doesn't have any pent up aggression or anything about him losing like. Every everything that comes out about what happened to Japan after he died or after he got transported to this world just pisses him off to no end when you find when he finds out that like this young upstart guy actually did what he couldn't do and, and unified Japan for like fifteen years. He's like, What the hell? That asshole, how did he do what I couldn't do? That's bullshit. And he just goes fucking off. Pansy. Yeah. He just goes off on all of that. Um so let's see here. Uh, Toyohise dashes in and just starts taking them all out. And this is when I put down, he was counting bodies. And then I'm like, wait a second. He's not counting bodies. He's counting heads. <laughs> He's counting heads. <laughs> and that scary looking man saved our lives. <laughs> Blood splattering everywhere. Hi, I'm the friendly one, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. I actually like you guys. Yeah. <laughs> What is it's our our overly aggressive savior or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So then he 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 confronts the asshole uh, racist motherfucker that's sitting there, and he just beat he like comes at him, and the guy's like it's like you can't take me out in the so- with a sword, and everyone's yelling at him in Elvish that he's like a trained knight, blah blah blah, and he just takes his sword, chucks it at him. The guy then instinctively, like, knocks it away, and but before he knows it, Toyohise's, like, on him, grabs him uh, with, like, a, a behind-the-back, like, chokehold, and then does, like, a judo slam into the ground. Batista like, bomb! <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> takes a scabbard and starts beating him yeah. in the face with it. Yeah, then he... Bust out the scabbard, which, okay, so this is the funniest part about this, because I'm sitting there watching him, and I'm like, okay, he's going to grab his second sword and stab him. Yeah, that's he what has, I thought, too. Yeah. He has a short sword, like, in his thing that, that is used for close combat and used for, like, two-handed sword fighting. Nope. He grabs the scabbard and just starts braining the motherfucker. Like, beating the <laughs> fuck out of him. Like, to the point of uncomfortableness. I was just like, Teeth okay. pop out. Blood is like, like not just like flowing, Sinew. like spurting yeah. and gurgling out, <laughs> and all of the elves are just standing there in shock and horror. <laughs> not only do you not speak my language, you also seem very pompous about it. So I'm gonna yes. beat the shit out of you with my scabbard. <laughs> That's right, right down. All the while, still had second sword. <laughs> Walks over, gives the sword to the to an elven father. And then all the elves take up arms, and they just fucking pff, right. Stab. So his, his plan was never to kill him. He was just like, "You're gonna kill him because you need to get your revenge. It's not my place to do it." 
type thing. So that makes sense why he didn't use the second sword. But yeah, it was just like, yeah. good lord, man. I, I mean, he could just like... <laughs> well, he didn't think about the revenge thing until like probably after his 10th swing with the scabbard. No way. That was his intent <laughs> the entire time. Had to have been. There's Because otherwise, why? There's there's no other point, purpose. Because he wanted funsies. to feel pain. Yes. <laughs> For funsies. <laughs> Literally, this guy does... This guy murders for two reasons. Because he can... And for funsies. No, he wants heads. If he if he wanted to do it for funsies, That's he would take the heads. His head. The heads and also for fun. The he, the head is also because he can and for funsies. That's and why. Like, you know what? I don't want your head anymore. I want you to feel pain. Oh Typical man. Typical thirty year old male just wants head. I get it. So then, <laughs> then Nobunaga appears. It's like sup. Make yourself comfy. The female watcher is just astonished at all of this. In which case, this is when you finally see her, that she's got a giant fucking rack. <laughs> well, you see the giant fucking rack in the intro, and they this oh, only, yes. like, oh, yeah. like every, but, like, intro character has, like, some moving part, and hers is just her boobs. So I was just like, boom. of course, of course. <laughs> Boob physics. <laughs> Boob physics. Boob physics. But in this case, if you hadn't, if you didn't pay attention to the intro, she's been laying down, like, every time that you saw her, and not, like, in the Big Boobs McGee style that you got from, uh... Outbreak, uh, outbreak, com- or not? Well, from Outbreak Company, but also from uh, the fucking Mech one. Fucking everything Mech else that sucks balls. Well, in in the Mech one, when Big Boobs McGee was like like laying down on in like the Centaur cockpit, like all you see is tits. Like that's literally it. Like you have to wonder how she can see out the cockpit <laughs> because the boobs are in her way. <laughs> <laughs> and in this case they're like okay she's laying down and she's spying on these people you don't need to see her boobs it's cool we have plenty of time to show boobs <laughs> in the tightest most form-fitting dress attire that you can get for an army oh my god it's coming the beach episode's coming <laughs> no i hope to god there's no beach episode uh, especially considering that there's so far, three women and two of them are batshit fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so now you now you see the uh, the hallway again. Desk guy is reading a paper, and the paper is going over what's happening right now on like in there. So it basically says, like, Toyohise takes the elven village or rescues the elven village or blah, 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 blah. And then you see, like, the bla- this, like, black starts engulfing the, the hallway, and a woman in black appears, uh, and she's the leader of the ends. My favorite thing was that her badge just says Easy on it. <laughs> and that's her name, is Easy. Yeah. <laughs> because bad girls are easy. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like them easy goth girls. Yep, pretty oh, much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then they, show, then they show the sky, and I'm like, why does the moon look like a giant eyeball? And then you see more red eyes. Of like people, I'm like, oh well, that's not good. Bad guys coming, and that's the end of of Act Two. So now we go to Act Three. Sortie at dawn. Army is marching on the northern wall of Carnadeus, while the Octoberists attempt to convince Carnadeus's defenders to hand over control of their defensive force to Hannibal and and Scipio. S C I P I O. That's it. Scipio. This will be the end's debut on the battlefield. Yes, this is now when you get to see the crazy motherfuckers come out. So yeah, you you come up and you're on the castle of the Octoberists, 
they want to unite the drifters and the soldiers, and they're trying to hand over command, yada, yada, everything that we talked about. They just basically monologue this all in the first, like, 30 seconds of the episode. Uh, <laughs> they they then go into a meeting with the leader of the, or with the king of the castle, and they're trying to tell him that he needs to hand over all of the the leadership of his armies and he's going like no why would i do that these guys don't know what the, they don't look like they know what they're talking about it's like they're two old guys like look at that old guy and then it's that at that point the hannibal's like oh, i really gotta pee i gotta go <laughs> and he's like oh, oh never mind and he just pees right there and then they just start laughing at him <laughs> poor hannibal pisses poor, poor hannibal yep the black king's army is coming uh, the two old guys look like they hate each other, and then they cut to outside, and now you see two cowboys. And we have Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Butch all just, Cassidy. Like, chilling. Thank mm-hmm. you. Oh, you couldn't like, remember who it was? I was like, I was like Sam Cassidy, Tim <laughs> Cassidy, <laughs> Billy Cassidy. Cassie Cassidy. Yeah, yeah I was just like, what right. the fuck? <laughs> Sun- all right, Sundance, yeah, Sundance Kid. Got that. Got it, got, got it, got that. it. Got Cassidy. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But yeah, <laughs> Sundance Kid, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Um, in which case, I thought that it was, I thought that Sundance was younger. I never really looked too much into it, but... If you go by what they look like in this, Butch Cassidy is much younger than Sundance Kid, who is definitely much older than him. Well, it'd probably be like, you know, like, babyface whatever, you know, being like... Well, and it could have been, like, Sundance Kid was, like, his name that just stuck. Right. So, like, right. it like it continued on even when he was old. And you don't change him to Sundance Old Motherfucker. <laughs> Sundance, Sundance Old, old Motherfucker with a giant fucking minigun. Yes, <laughs> with a giant Gatling gun. <laughs> oh, what's what's under this sheet on this wagon? Oh, okay, you got a fucking Gatling gun. All right, and then at this point, the Black King's army shows up, dude, and, and goes we... balls to the wall. No, you're 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 forgetting one part. We're introduced to another super fucking annoying bird. Oh my god! Oh, god. <laughs> oh my god! For so. <laughs> long <laughs> proceed even, proceed even more annoying than the fucking bird in another shinichi proceed <laughs> get in the fucking mech <laughs> get the goddamn mech shinichi <laughs> we're going to murder you the black king cometh proceed proceed oh my god oh, that was so horrible i hope I that never like, happens again you're right that was it's really gonna bad. happen it was it's awful. gonna happen it's gonna be so fucking annoying i it's gonna totally be wrote it off i blocked it out of memory fuck you for bringing it back up because <laughs> it was like a good solid minute of just the worst mm-hmm. so bad like, my throat hurt just from mimicking it for five seconds. I can imagine <laughs> how this voice actor motherfucker was able to sit there for, like, a full day and be like, ah! He let someone stand on his balls. Dude, had to have been. That's the only way that I could possibly explain it. It's like, and Universal he drinks, paid like, him a lot of money. <laughs> yes. Drinks <laughs> Thanks, a lot Universal. of, like, honey and lemon water. That's it. That's all, that's all he drinks to, to help, like, soothe and repair his vocal cords. Um, so yeah, the Black King comes, <laughs> at which point then he sends he sends out three ends: Joan of Arc, uh, a, a Romanov. I for, I didn't write down her whole name, um, and Toshizo, who's a, a Shinsengumi lieutenant. Which, if you don't remember who the Shinsengumi are, they're basically like they were an elite like cop force, I guess you would say, 
uh, especially shown in Ruroni Kenshin, which we talked about a little bit earlier, uh, in which case they had like the leader of the Shinsengumi was were the guys that were hunting him down initially and then he kind of befriends the main guy really brings in because i didn't do a whole lot of research to remember like the names and whatnot but like the main shinsengumi guy that kenshin befriended smoked an awful lot and this shinsengumi guy summons ghost spectral warriors to murder people So, tomato, tomato? Yeah, we'll know. find out. I mean, <laughs> they obviously kept it just, like, very vague. of just like, look at all the fodder we'll destroy. You yeah. know, just to, like, show the power and whatever. And it, it was Anastasia Romanoff. That's, that's Anastasia Romanoff? Okay. Yeah, yeah I, and, I, I, uh, I didn't write down her full name. I just caught Well, the I mean, she was part. the famous, the whole, like, the only reason Romanoffs are, well, I shouldn't say that. I have no idea of Russian history. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, I looked it up a little bit, and it was basically like the whole family was was murdered at, gun, like, by a firing squad right, and she, out she, in the she middle got, of winter. She got away. Yeah, and that's it, the the whole thing about, like, why she's got, like, the crazy blizzard powers. Like, right. That, it's, that it's makes basi- sense. It's basically the story of Aladdin if Aladdin was a prince and escaped, but Jafar was the one that got his whole kid, his whole family killed, but then tried to help him out in like by killing him out in the. So it's basically Aladdin and Jafar is is who uh, the Romanoffs are that you're seeing here. Ah, okay. So that's that why I was like, of... I like that a lot because he was just controlling her and like telling her all kinds of lies, whatever, and she trusted him and ended up getting her whole entire family murdered and she just barely escaped with her life and i don't know a, a whole lot obviously i'm probably basing a lot off the stupid animation movie that was released in the 90s but um or 2000s whatever i'm old and oh uh, yeah anastasia with, with this anastasia <laughs> jesus christ i said that i'm like wow and welcome to to russian history with jason <laughs> <laughs> i never saw anastasia you should uh, it, that came out uh with with the few year difference between us it came out a time when i'm like i'm not going to go see a, an animated movie i'm like 13 years old i'm not going to go see an animated movie at the movie theater i'm going to go see some pg-13 bullshit I did. I saw it. I was pissed because it was not Disney. Because you were like nine or ten. I was not. When did that movie fucking come out? Now I got. I don't know, dude. Up. Now you're gonna have to look it up. But uh, it wasn't Disney because it was like a Fox movie. It was kind of like right up there with uh, Treasure Planet, to where it yeah. was like one of those animated Fox movies that they were good, but not like super great. Ninety-seven. Or not Treasure Planet. What? Ninety-seven. I was thirteen. You were thirteen. Oh, okay, so it's even more. I was seventeen. <laughs> No, yeah, no, okay, I was, at 17, no, I would not have seen that no, shit. No, I was 16. <laughs> I was 16. I'm like, yeah, I'm definitely not going to go see some go see Anastasia in the movie theater, nor watch it on on like VHS at that point. There was like a there was a solid time frame where I didn't see a lot of animated movies. Like I didn't see Finding Nemo until I was like 23, 24. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Now, now I may not be right. But I'm pretty sure that I saw Anastasia completely just so I could get in the movie theater. Because I think I went and saw the dollar movie theater. And then so I could go sneak in and see Starship Troopers. I'm like 99.9%. That might be about the right time frame. It might be. Because Starship Troopers That's kind of right up there with... Oh, yeah. the, I'm trying to remember what movie I went and saw a movie so that we could sneak into barbed wire <laughs> and then we got caught. <laughs> but <laughs> anywho, the bad, the bad thing is like we tried to sneak into barbed wire, which is a horrible movie. <laughs> That's all right. I tried to sneak into and succeeded sneaking into, uh, God, 
Private Parts, the one with uh, oh, with Howard Stern. Howard Stern, <laughs> what a garbage ass fucking movie, man. It's funny though, especially no. the whole thing, the whole part with Paul Giamatti and he's doing the WNBC thing. WNBC. He did every moment of it because I had no idea what the fuck was going on. Oh, when it, if you're a little older, like I. I had known at least a little bit about like how horrible like radio politics were and bullshit like that at that point. So I watched it and I understood a good chunk of it. I'm like, yeah, this makes sense. And I listened to Howard Stern a little bit back then. Um, I don't listen to any of that shit anymore though. It's just all boring and annoying. Anywho. <laughs> so the black King drifters, <laughs> he's got dragons and orcs <laughs> and dragons always make things unfair. Like anytime that you're watching it. Yeah. Take that big old drink of that whiskey there, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> anytime that you're watching anything where there's dragons, you're just like sitting there you're like, man, that makes everything unfair. Cause they literally just come up and they firebomb like the entire uh, parapet of the of the castle wall and just murder everybody up there, and you're like, that's just unfair. Oh, unfair, well. but awesome. But yeah. awesome, yes. <laughs> I mean, dragons are the least of the problems. We have these fucking magical like ends that are coming in here, just screaming French and burning people. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so another door opens in the sky. <laughs> at this point. And, and out fucking, comes best girl. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking World War II plane comes flying in. He's best boy. You can at least give him best boy. No, I don't care. It's best everything. <laughs> he, he wins all he went he won everything for this entire anime in the first five seconds of his showing up. Just so. cause fuck it all. It's just uh, All I have written down is plane comes through. Captain Kano, World War II, really likes cursing. <laughs> what the fuck is this? What the fuck am I looking the fuck at? Is Who going the on fuck here? are you? Are those fucking dragons? What the fuck this? Dragons don't fucking exist. What the fuck is going on? I don't fucking recognize any of this dream. What the fuck am I? Fuck. Son of a bitch. He used don't you up dare the single die, F you fucking plane. He used <laughs> up the work. single F-bomb. Many times over. This is now definitely not PG-13. We are now in rated R, everybody. <laughs> and that's why I loved it so much more, because they did such a great job of, like, not cursing at all in, like, the first episode with the Vietnam vet coming in and be like, whoa, what the frick's going on? <laughs> and then they re... Then they just, like took advantage and re like took all of the f-bombs that they could have dropped on the first two episodes and threw them all into the third episode pretty much <laughs> which was oh awesome. man which i'm trying to remember we were watching a movie the other night um crap i forget what movie it was but it's a pg-13 movie and uh ronan's just sitting there and we're like do what they get one in the pg yeah they get the one yep. so we're sitting there towards the end and we, we tell Ronan, because they say shit, and you're allowed to say shit multiple times through it. And we're like, remember Ronan, grown-up words. He's like, yeah, grown-up words. I got it. And then all of a sudden, one of the guys just goes, just blurts out like a blatant fuck. And I just turned to Shannon, I'm like, and there's your one. <laughs> and she just looks at me, and she's like, oh, yeah, they only get one F-bomb for PG-13. It's like, totally forgot that this, that this was in it. Um, God, what the fuck were we watching? Uh, shit. Oh, we were watching uh, Ready Player One. Not I don't remember was. them saying fuck in that movie. Says it towards the end. It's towards the end of the movie. 
And it was like, and there's your one, there's your one F-bomb. I was probably just pissed because it was so shitty compared to the book. I was just like, fuck this movie. <laughs> and then they said, fuck. And I was just like, thank you. <laughs> Ronan liked it. And I, th- I thought it was decent. I, it's pretty. I still never it's very really pretty. read it. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have to turn him away from during the whole like shining thing. Oh, yeah. That's right. I mean, he is only six and a half. But the best, the best part is so we turn him away. And I'm like, I'm, like I'm, sitting, I'm sitting at the table. And I'm like, hey, Ronan, come, just come here watch like just look at me he's like why and i'm like it's, it's apart from a horror movie you're not really gonna want to see this so, and as he's turning like they're sitting there and i'm like although truth be told daddy watched this movie when like the real thing when he was your age because i watched the shining when i was six so, <laughs> and shannon's just looking at me like no he's not watching the shining <laughs> explains a lot eric <laughs> fuck you asshole <laughs> I also watched Evil Dead Two when I was six as well. So I watched a lot of watched a lot of horror movies as a kid. I watched horror a lot of Jason. Are the best genre. Yes, the Jason movies as uh, well. Yeah. I watched Jurassic Dude. Park in the ah, theaters. The scariest part of Jurassic so Park was the fucking Samuel Jackson's bloody arm coming down. Yeah, I was like yeah. five, dude. God, you're so this young. This is true. He was young. Well, was he was five really when Jurassic young. Park came out. I saw Jurassic Park in the theaters as well. I thought it was dope as fuck. I saw Event Horizon. I think that was another like ten year old like movie. That I saw. was a movie that you probably shouldn't have been and watching. That <laughs> fucked me up hardcore, man. I, I was like, nope, don't need to be seeing any of that shit ever again. You get about halfway through that movie and you suddenly just go, "What the fuck did I get myself into?" I should. Dude, be watching I, I still this. have nightmares. I gotta look that up now. When was that movie released? Because I still have nightmares of that shit. Because that was gnarly. Oh man, I love horror. Ninety-seven. Movies. Jesus, I probably snuck into it too. Oh <laughs> my god. All right. Anyways, thirteen-year-old so, me uh, watching people vomit up their intestines. All right, go. <laughs> Captain yeah, Kano comes in. Best boy. Uh, <laughs> uh, Toshizo summons ghostly specter- ghostly smoke specters to slice people up. Uh, Jones just fucking crazy and burning everybody. And Romanov is summoning blizzards everywhere. Anastasia Romanov is just, like, murdering people and, like, freezing them to death. Um, I was ready to is- give uh, um, General Arc best girl just because I thought her performance was phenomenal. Just oh, yeah, it's like- great. Oh, yeah. There's a guy with her too that's uh, voiced by by the guy by Chris Sabat, the guy who does Vegeta as well, and I haven't heard him talk very much. He only said Vegeta like two words in this one, but uh, supposedly we'll get more more words from him. As oh, I hope on. so. You Chris don't pay like that a, kind of money just guy. to have him like say two things. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but so he's either that or Chris Sabat just really really wanted to be in it, um, but so. Jonavark's going crazy. The whole city's besieged by fire, and all of a sudden, the pilot starts having flashbacks of Japan getting firebombed, and he just goes ape shit. And finally, finally shows like like at that point, he's like, "Hmm, which side is he going to be on? Is mm-hmm. he going to be on the side of the ends, or is he going to be on the side of the drifters?" And then he's like, "Oh, you're just going to fucking rain down fire on everybody." fine i'm gonna murder all you motherfuckers <laughs> and he just starts laying waste with the guns which we now know ammunition means nothing in this anime yeah you just went balls deep on it yeah ammunition and fuel are gonna mean absolutely nothing in this because he just goes ape shit and there's no way that like he's gonna be able to, although he does crash his plane they'll fix it magic magic they'll figure it out they're they're magicians man they got talismans he's a pilot 
He, he's a pilot, and I actually think I wrote that down in here, like, after he crashes his plane. I'm like, and he just got rid of everything that he, like, all relevance that he has to the story now. Yes. Well, it would be pilot. amazing if we never bring him up ever again. Oh, <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> I'd be pissed. I'd be, like, super pissed, but it'd be hilarious. It, and then, so, like, the end credits is him just, like, walking over, like, whatever hill, like, from his crash and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Fade to black. Done. Just say some fucking guys for me, you fucking assholes. Some bullshit. So Joan of Arc goes complete Colonel Mustang and like does the whole like finger snap and flames come out and like murders people with it, which is exactly what Colonel Mustang did in the war. So mm-hmm. you know that that actually means something. Uh, they send the they send the older guys. So they send uh, Hannibal and. Circo, Circio, or whatever, Scipio. Uh, I had to look back up at him. Like, how was that? Uh, they send them with Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, and then that's when Sundance Tim pulls Cassidy. out the. Do what? Tim, Tim Cassidy. Tim Cassidy. Tim Cassidy. <laughs> Trip Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. <laughs> the Shin <Shen> Boy. <laughs> Sundance pulls out the giant fucking Gatling gun, and they start a chase scene. And I'm sure Chris loved this. That they start dropping the Eurobeat. You get you get some initial D style music yeah. in the That's chase horse scene. Drifting. Yeah, horse mm-hmm. drifting. You gotta drift them horses, man. Which I've been playing Dragon Quest Eleven. Supposedly drifting a horse is a thing. It is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> so they they start going through there, uh, and then they start heading towards the exit. Then a dragon appears, and. The fucking pilot just comes in, comes flying in and rips the dragon to shreds with his guns. At which point I'm like, finally, like, fuck this. Oh, dragon skills are so tough. Like, we can't get through. Yeah, you can't get through them with shitty ass swords, which we've seen how strong their swords are in this thing. Let's shoot a fucking machine gun at it and just watch it shred that thing. Yeah, I'm sure it's like 20 millimeter or some stupid amount of like ammo that was on that thing and just, yeah. Took it to town, which was great to see as well. I, I agree that I was like super happy to finally not be like, oh no, dragons are like so impenetrable. It's just like, nope, yeah. destroyed. At which point then we get the quote of this episode. I don't care what the fuck is going on here, but as long as I have ammo, that's good enough. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> or I don't know what the fuck is going on here. As and long as like, I can murder, it's done. good enough. <laughs> Death and murder, that's all I need. Let's do this, motherfuckers. <laughs> So actually, bringing that up, that brings up a good point. Like, they do a, a little bit of an explanation in the next episode about how, like, hey, yeah, the people that are on the end side have been, like, wronged, and they're not really, like, human They've anymore. They've lost their humanity. They lost their, yada, they're yada, just, yada. like, out to, like, kill everything and stuff like that because, you know, they were they were wronged in some way, which you can see with Jonah Arc and, and uh, Anastasia and stuff like that. Um, and then they're like, okay, but the, you know, the people that are on the drifter's side are, are different. They maintain it, and... You know, maybe you're right, Eric, that they don't get any magical powers. But so far, the trend is, you just like to murder. (laughs) But murder for good reasons. Yes. (laughs) You murder for what could be considered good reasons. Um, Indiscriminately, though. Because so far, Pilot had no reason to choose a side to murder. He did. They were firebombing the castle. Oh, fair, 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 fair. Okay. That's why, like, he had flashbacks of, of what was happening to Japan during World War II. And then was just like, oh, you're going to firebomb motherfuckers? Then you're obviously the bad guys. Fair, 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 fair. All right, cool. Yeah. So this him. You think you own this guy? Um, I own this guy's motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> and Nobunaga had ambitions, but they, like, they were still actually technically not considered bad ambitions in 
in a lot of Japanese text, he's either drawn as a demon, like what you got in uh, Onimusha Warlords, like Nobunaga was like this evil person, or Nobunaga was a guy whose sole purpose was to unify Japan. Well, yeah, but he did it with an iron fist. He came in there and was just like, you with me? Well, yeah, but it's. I'm just saying, like, like there's different views in history of, of how to view Nobunaga. Like, he either was super-duper evil and was, like, the Hitler of Japan, or he's George Washington of Japan. You know what I mean? Like, there's different ways that people write it up, and it's somewhere... Like, the real Nobunaga is probably somewhere in between, but at least he's not, like entirely evil or murdered for like wrong reasons or something like Joan of Arc or Anastasia. Right. I don't know. Like Joan of Arc and Anastasia, I don't think were murderers in like that, that they were murdering. No, no, but they were, they were murdered for wrong reasons. Yes. They were. Joan of Arc. They were murdered for wrong reasons. Yeah. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. It's like they were killed for wrong reasons and then that's why they lost their, their humanity. Fair, 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 fair. Okay. Yeah. All right. Are we ready to move on to Act 4? Yes. Yes. All right. Act 4, Active Heart. That's a stupid name. It is stupid. I don't like that name. The only, the only note it? I have written down is a lot like fate. <laughs> Act 3 was good. It was Sorty at Dawn. I didn't say that one. Act 3 Act three had a good name. All right. The Black King is dealing with the aftermath of the conquest of Carnadeus. Uh, simultaneously, on the other side of the Empire, the Drifters are preparing for backlash and starting to grow their own ambitions. Now it's on the other side of the Empire. Before it was yes. the other side of the planet. Other side of the world, yes. Meanwhile, on the other side of the world, the March of the Black King is about to commence. Which it could have been. like The Black King could have been like marching like even further away. Kind of like Mordor. But you can't simply walk out of Mordor. One does yes. not simply walk into Mordor, but many people simply walk out of Mordor. Uh, they literally <laughs> ran straight into Mordor at the end of it. <laughs> but they didn't walk. They d- this is true. <laughs> you could run, but you can't walk. And I guess technically they didn't get past the Black Gate, so I don't know. All right, so we open up with Easy just going off on this tirade, and then it finally turns, and the desk is empty, and it just has a closed sign in front of it. It's just like, motherfucker! And then that's, then it ends, and it just goes straight to the to the beginning. Uh, Big Boobs is informing them of how, uh, of how things are to the Japanese, um, like what's going on and whatnot, and then it finally pans out, and she's like tied up. I was so like, they thank found you. Her. I was like, what the hell? And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, she's like her. just going off and like explaining all this stuff. And I'm like, when did she start talking to them? Oh, they caught her. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, and it's really weird that they, okay, so not talking about like where they tied, where the boobs are, but um, they tied around, like the ropes are all around her, but her like long ass necktie thing didn't get tied in with the ropes. So it's hanging down over the ropes. It's very weird. It, feel, it just feels like they just did that for artistic purposes. I don't know why. For the aesthetic. For the yes, aesthetic. The aesthetic. <laughs> it's all about the aesthetic. Oh, God. Only a mech oh. can find another mech. No, shut <laughs> it. Only a mech can fuck another mech. <laughs> she is a magician. Maybe she's got that and magic. <laughs> oh, my God. So then they're asking her, like, how, about, how robust is your army? And... They're like, uh, well, we don't have an army. Like, <laughs> we're we're trying to get other other armies to let you do or to let the drifters like lead the armies. And Nobunaga's like, yeah, that's not gonna fly. No, no leader of any country is gonna let random people that are unproven and they don't know 
lead their army. Like they, they all have too much pride for that. Even if the guy is a better leader than them, they're just gonna be like, fuck that. No, kill that motherfucker. Yep. Um, Nobunaga wants to conquer all the lands because he's Nobunaga. At this point, though, it's just comically hilarious that yeah. he wants to do it. Nobunaga does Nobunaga things. Yep. <laughs> Nobunaga being Nobunaga. They, they started really hitting hard on like the Full Metal Alchemist style, where it's just like, yeah. hey, we're going to show a dumbed-down animation version while we're doing comedy. I'm not oh, sure. but that whole muttering thing, though, is funny. Yeah, the, mutter- <laughs> the muttering's fine. The muttering I get, but I mean, like, I don't know, like... It's such a stark difference. Like, don't get me wrong, the animation in Full Metal, Full Metal is, is fine, but it's just like, you know, it's it's whatever, and then, mm-hmm. you know, you have the cartoony parts. In, in in Drifter so far, like, when they're serious, like, when they're doing good animation, it's really good. And then when they go to cartoony, it's just, like, very stark different. But it's also hilarious. Yeah, so. it's okay. <laughs> it's, it's just a little bit more so- jarring. And then it, it makes, it forces me to pay attention when the animation's not as good. Like, there's parts where they're not, like, trying to make any point, and I'll look at someone's face that isn't talking, and they'll just be, like, really shitty. And I'm just like, okay, obviously I wasn't <laughs> supposed to look at that person. <laughs> Wait, I saw three of that person back there. They're definitely not main character material. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> not just stuff like that, but it's just, like, uh, the main character even. Like, you know, it's just, like, literally just a smiley face. And it's just like, okay, I wasn't supposed to be looking at him. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the anime that I started watching. I watched, like, one or two episodes in literally... Every main character that was in it, so any character that actually had like a speaking part or interaction was full color. Everybody else was line drawings and one solid color for the entire like body. There's <laughs> actually Green a lot that are like or pink. Yeah. But no, no, like literally like almost everything else. It's so, like all the main characters, you would see them in full color talking and everybody around them was just a solid color. <laughs> and I was just like, wow, that's really fucking funny. Anyways, <laughs> um... All right, so uh, Nobunaga wants to conquer. Uh, oh, so they they had, like, they brought in, and when they were talking to the elves, uh, they bring in, like, a box for them to sit on, and they sit Toyohise, like, in front, and Nobunaga's behind. And Nobunaga totally does it to make him look like he's the leader. He's like, yeah, yep. I'd really not be the leader. I'd like to be just, like, that crazy guy behind just pulling all the strings and leading from the shadows. And he's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. I hate you so much. Especially <laughs> when why it you're comes stabbed, to the right? realization. <laughs> yeah, when it comes to the realization that this is why they did it. And he's just like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> so... Uh, set him in his place, uh, let's make him look like the leader. Uh, then you find out that Rasputin is part of the ends as well, which, going with somebody else that was murdered for other reasons. Um, the pi- or the Black King then goes around and just starts healing people, or healing the orcs and stuff like that. So they're like, oh, that's good and totally not unfair that, like, sure, they lost, like, 900 soldiers, but everybody else that's, that's injured, he just walks up and he's like, runs his hand over them and they're healed. Orc Jesus. It, yeah. Yep. I couldn't tell if he was actually healing them or cauterizing their wounds, though. Either or. Doesn't it kind of looked like it was cauterized, but... Yeah, it kind of it kind of felt like that, too. So that's why I was like, yeah, maybe it's not, like, instantly healing. But, you know, things like that. At which point, then, the pilot crashes his plane. And this, this is where I put, and his uses are now diminished. <laughs> 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 he just needs to show up once in an episode and say fuck for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like the whole rest of the anime is literally what you said. Just the a post credits of like of like him popping over a ridge. 
Where the fuck am I? <laughs> That'd be amazing. And then the next one. Now what the fuck is going on? What <laughs> the fuck it. is that? Yeah, it's just, it's just so good. Yeah, the entire thing is just it's just like, where's he gonna be next time? And he just he's sitting there in a fishing boat and he's like, Where the fuck are the fish? <laughs> <laughs> so this is when we find out that Big's Boo- Big Boobs understands everybody because of a translation charm. So she just literally has like this talisman that she keeps that translates everything to her. Um, and then they, they, uh, she makes, or she has like other talismans that she goes through and she like smacks one onto the forehead of the 19 year old archer guy. And he just starts like walking into the, into the cabin of all the elves, like a fucking zombie. And they all start freaking out at which point this is where I put the three Japanese guys are great comic relief for this anime. <laughs> That's all they do. At the same time, I was just like, I'm so glad that we finally got to the translation part so I can stop reading. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. That's like basically like, okay, so I guess we're just going to stop having to read subtitles now. Sweet. I'm yep. good with that. Cause everybody talks then like in common. Yeah. Yep. So you, you never have to worry about it. And then Nobunaga calls her boob girl. So this is so great <laughs> that he just calls it out. And not only is he calling it out, he's just squeezing on her tit <laughs> as he's yelling at her. And then she's like, you're not going to even bother to learn my name. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. That part. Like, nope. Your boob girl. was great. <laughs> it's like, nope, you're just boob girl from now on. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you, Nobunaga, for saying what we're all thinking. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. What's her name? I don't know. Boob girl. No. <laughs> Walking fan service. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so Nobunaga starts like, uh, this is when he starts talking about how he likes to be the puppet master behind the scenes and yada, yada, yada. And then Toya, he goes, you know why you got betrayed at the temple, right? Because of crap like this. Yep. <laughs> uh, so then they rouse the elves to follow them. Um, the put the Nasu, Oh, yeah, the Nasu clan is weird, which is what the, el- the archer guy is. Like, he's got like 11 brothers or he's like the youngest of 11 or something like that. Ten, because he has nine brothers, and they're all they're all part of one uh, clan. And then he swears to another, and he's like, "Yay, we can all fight! Let's all fight together! I love it when we all fight." And he, it's just really, really weird. The animation for that was creepy weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, oh yeah, and then uh, da, da, da. all agree. Uh, let's see. Here. They all agree that the humans are coming. Uh, the the hu- elves and humans only f- like the war was only 40 years ago which doesn't make like a whole lot of sense and i think this is oh yeah here we go yeah then then nobunaga grabs the boob <laughs> and this is when they all realize that they're pretty much all younger than the elves except for the two kid looking elves who are 37 years old and older than toyohise <laughs> but she did say they develop slower too so they develop yeah. slower yes which is one thing that i always find weird whenever they do like that whole like i develop slower like physically they develop slower mentally you shouldn't develop that much slower right like i've right. always found that weird I, but I that always would like explain it. why they were able to after only 40 years be a bunch of servants now yes they're just but really I, fucking slow yes <laughs> <laughs> but i always like it when they do that in anime of like where it's like a or anime or any story where it's like someone looks like they're super young, but they're really like 70 and they can speak more intelligent than any, than any like scholar that's out there. Right. 
it feels really weird because they look like they're 10, uh, you know, and they're a lolly, but, (laughs) (laughs) but beyond that, it's totally good. Um, so 200 soldiers are, are deployed. Um, and then this is what I put in English. So I guess we got talismans too now. (laughs) And then, uh, the soldiers all empty or enter into the empty village and, uh, Toyohise and all the elves and everybody are all hiding in the trees in the forest. And that's it. And it's time to murder. Yeah, yep. it's going, <laughs> it's we, we are time. now left with murder time. USA is coming up in the next episode. So episode five. Um, I don't know about you guys. I am thoroughly enjoying this anime. Probably way more than any enjoyment that came out of all of the previous anime other than Erased combined. <laughs> yeah, I'll, 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 yeah, I'll agree to that. Th- this one... I don't know why I avoided it so much uh, um, before. Like I don't, I've seen it before. I don't know why I was just like, man, it's kind of like. It's the Helsing it. animation. It, the Helsing it animation. Was Helsing. Like, even though you've watched Helsing, you're like, you see the animation, and you're like, this is really weird. I don't feel like weird. Yeah, no, it, it, I'm just gonna stay away from that. <laughs> and Chris hit the ball on the head too. Their 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 promo stuff is like not really oh, real. God. Like so bad. <laughs> yeah, it's not not a great like. Here's like an intro into what this show is, and uh, yeah. I don't know. They, they went through like three different uh, designs for the Facebook image that we that we put up for this, and we used for like the banner on the Facebook page. And I'm like, Chris is like, really? Nothing better? I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. This is about as good as it gets, man. I'm trying to find good stuff, and these are the best ones. He's like, all right, well, I guess number two. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, number two it is. <laughs> but yeah, so far but, it's been very enjoyable, and I'm looking forward to the story. I, I'm I'm having a hard time. Like my, I think the biggest fault I have for it is that there's so far not really been anything crazy original. Like they have a good story going on here, and, and it's it's enough, and, and everything's fine. But there's nothing and I've just been like, oh, man, that's super twist. Or this is, like, the thing that's going to set it apart. Hopefully, obviously, in just four twist. episodes, it's hard to, but we'll get to more. They, I do like that there's, uh, it's a little more, like, Asian heavy. Not, like, super Asian heavy, but a little bit more Asian heavy than the Fate series. Because Fate really delves into primarily European. Yeah. Yeah, they were all yeah. over. There's only, I can only think of one. Well, two if you count Gilgamesh. Um but there's really only one, which is the uh, the guy that's the lancer at one point and the magician, um, and he's like some he's an Asian lancer, and that's it. Like that's the only one that I can think of and really point to. Everybody else was primarily European, um, and that's it, it's kind of like a fault at that point because there there is and there are so many other people. I mean, even if you just think about like like Lubu and stuff like that, people from the from the Romance of the Three Kingdoms, like there's a lot of really prominent like Chinese soldiers that were in that time period mm-hmm. that you could pull from for any of those things. And they just pull way too like way too Western, in my opinion, on that. So I like this. There's there's a bit more. You you're getting like some you're getting the Japanese World War Two pilot we're obviously getting a Japanese aircraft carrier, as we see in the intro at <laughs> some point, um, <laughs> which is going to be weird. Um, and then you've got the you've got the three main Japanese guys and Hannibal, who is Hannibal, who's not European. Um, and realistically, all the all the Europeans are murderers. Yes. Or, yeah. No, I get you. Every yeah, European yeah. is a bad person. Oh so shit! Far. So far, <laughs> this that's is a parable. True. 
<laughs> this is a parable. Race oh, and the, war. the Americans are good. The Americans are good. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, they're good people. Tim. So at least there's some white people that are good. <laughs> some white people that are good. <laughs> Jesus, Eric. <laughs> Jesus. Well, there's well, also the Roman guy. With, yeah, Scipio. Scipio. <laughs> but... But eh, he's Roman. How good could he be? No, God. <laughs> I do like the the interaction between Scipio and Hannibal, though, because it's like you get this like real like we hate each other, but we respect each other type. I thing. hate you, but goddamn, like I respect you. <laughs> yeah, they're total rivals <laughs> that are like the good kind of rival of like fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. Yeah, you're cool too. But <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I'm looking forward to the next eight episodes. Yeah, it's been Chris. a long time since I was yeah. just like, all right, you know what? I may actually watch these on time instead of waiting until the last minute. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I probably still, still watch it. The, you'll still <laughs> watch it at the last possible minute. Chris, what did you think? I liked it. Uh, it's, it's bloody. <laughs> it's bloody. Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying it so far. Um, kind of like Jason said, we'll see how much there's twists. If there's going to be a real twist or anything super original but i do like the art style and the way way it's going see and i think that as long as it's like even if it's not original if it starts melding together things that weren't nor that haven't shown up in a lot of the same animes that they're pulling from so if you keep melding it all together i think that'll be cool and the fact that they're bringing in technology at least with the yeah. plane and the possible aircraft carrier um i think is kind of cool uh butch casting sundance kid where they've got that fucking gatling gun and uh, Butch has, like, really good revolvers that he could just fire off quickly, which is way faster than anything that you'll see from anyone else other than the World War II fighter pilot with the 20-millimeter guns. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I think that that's, like, even if they just follow tropes, as long as they mix the tropes together, I think that it'll be good. Yeah, it'll all yep. come down to the horribly named Octoberists and how they pull it all together because that's yeah, really, that's really bad. To. They're all like, uh, what's the what's the name of the character from uh, from crap that com- or that anime that you guys really like? <laughs> Shit, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Mister. I'm gonna adjust my my glasses and and give a horizon. horizon. Yeah, see, there you go. See, you both got it at the same time. You <laughs> laughed because I'm like, that one that you guys both like, you're like, oh, God, blah, blah, blah. Like, you like it, I too, and it's because it. they point it out constantly. Oh, yeah, it's so awesome. And then <laughs> the best is that they make fun of the fact that he does that, too. Like, they all do they all do imitations of him. Um, but the it's so weird that they all wear glasses, like, and they all wear just the rounded glasses, and they adjust them and everything just... Like, not quite like that. They do the side adjustment. Well, hopefully they get into that. Maybe there's a reason for it. That'd be interesting. That they all wear glasses? Yeah, maybe it's just like, hey, we have these transmission talismans, but we also have magic glasses that allow us to see what. No, I think it's just mm-hmm. that messing with magic ruins your eyesight. <laughs> too many too many, uh, too many, many experiments with flash paper. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> they're not real magicians, they're sleight of hand magicians, and Jeez. using the flash paper damages your eyesight. <laughs> they're illusions, Michael. <laughs> We're illusionists. <laughs> oh, that's the that's the real plot twist. You find out that the magicians are really just illusionists. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> 
Okay. And on that note, I think we'll end this. Uh, if you guys liked it, let us know. Um, we are looking for our next anime after this one, so definitely if you think of anything that that we want. Uh, Jason, you still really, really want what? Like a real mecha? Yeah, like I'd like a real mecha. Not Although now after watching this intro for this mecha. one, I'd, I'd love the uh, timepiece as well. I think that'd be fun. Like a real, like straight up, just Japanese like yeah. warfare. Let's get into you the. You know, it's a really good one like that go none of us town. have watched. That's like that's like really like back there. We we could watch this anime that I saw. It's called Berserk. <laughs> <laughs> we could totally watch that one. I, I've seen that one pop up every now and then. Maybe. That might yeah, work. that one doesn't take a turn at all. No. No. no, no. Not at all. That's all Not their timepiece. At all. Which, by the way, I saw one of the one of the best memes was that was the one of uh, where they said people are, people are saying that they've been scarred by watching Goblin Slayer. Don't let these snowflakes watch Berserk. And they show the they show the the manga scene of when that crazy fucking horse, horse thing, like yeah. comes down yeah. on her with his giant dong, and he's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> All of Berserk is just a giant dong coming down, going "Hey!" <laughs> literally, literally, they have they have giant ogres that are basically giant penises, and then they make a giant they make a sex demon that's just f- made of the entrails and intestines of ogres. Hooray, Berserk! Yeah. <laughs> Berserk, Berserk is crazy. All right, on that note. I think that it's time for Jason to do our blog roll. Hey, if you're listening to this, we like you. We like you a whole lot. Please, 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 like Eric said, rate us, review us, hit us up anytime you can with anything you want to talk about, any new animes you suggest, anything that you want to talk about with us, with about the show, about the anime that we're currently watching. We want to hear from you. Um, obviously, check us out on any of your favorite podcast areas, whether it be iTunes, Spotify, Google, doesn't matter. Check us out. Uh, um, also, while you're at it and checking out uh, Cutscene, check out our other podcast, which is just I Beat It First. Uh, we have a video game nerd dumb review, all kinds of <laughs> shit that we do for video games, and it's a whole other podcast we do instead of anime. Ooh, so, and we show whiskey. And we do whiskey and drink a lot more. <laughs> like, a lot more. A like, lot, a lot, a lot more. A lot more. Especially lot that more. last one that we did. A lot more. A lot more. <laughs> a lot more. And check it out. It's a lot of fun. I enjoy doing it a whole lot. We enjoy hearing from you guys and all that good stuff. You can also email any of us at anything at ibeatitfirst.com. Chris, Eric, Jason, doesn't matter, at ibeatitfirst.com. Dick uh, cut at scene at ibeatitfirst.com. We'll be happy to uh, talk to you rate uh hit us up on uh instagram uh twitter facebook everything uh um i beat it first i think we have our own instagram now for cutscene what is that eric yes yes it's just it's cutscene ibif oh that's nice so yeah check us out uh hang out talk to us we're we're now best friends because you listen to us bullshit about anime so yep and make sure your other best friends that you tell them to to listen to us as well because we don't pay anything to well i've paid like 20 no 15 dollars over the last couple months to try and promote stuff on facebook and whatnot that's pretty much it we don't really pay for any any like advertising or anything like that so if you've got anybody that that really likes listening to podcasts or really just likes listening to three assholes arguing i beat it first is their jam (laughs) especially for video games uh cutscene you know it's if if you find someone that really likes anime 
share this one with them because uh, we'll give them give them some good ones to watch. I have a friend that literally messaged me as soon as as soon as we aired on the last podcast that this was the one that we were watching. He's like, "Hey, I'm gonna start watching Drifters today." And then the next day, he's like, "Hey." I binge watched Drifters yesterday and I finished it. <laughs> I'm like, alrighty then. Well, you still got like six weeks of us going over it, but <laughs> good job, dude. So apparently we found a good one. Good. Yeah. Uh, I I enjoy one of my favorite things that I enjoy about it too much too is that like there's not a whole lot of like places that are willing to admit that we watch this kind of bullshit anime and we'll just talk about it for real. Like we're not gonna like sugarcoat yeah. it. I like that a lot. Yes, there's there's no sugarcoating. No. Not enough laughter. We didn't we didn't get to laugh as much though in this in this though we got a Some lot of the of, one-liners of from nobunaga instead yes. yes we did get a lot of death again and a lot of the f word yes <laughs> a lot of the f word more blood in this in the first five minutes of this anime than we saw in the entirety of another so fuck you ranker <laughs> and on that note we'll see you guys in two weeks bye-bye <laughs> oh man so much death and blood Yep. Lots of, lots of blood. <laughs> <laughs>